0: In, in the, the days, days when I was a teenager. Before I had status and before I had a pager. You can find the abstract. Listen in the hip hop. My pops used to say it reminded him of b I said, Well, Daddy, don't you know that things go in cycles? Hey. Way the Bobby Brown is just amping like Mike. Hey. It's all expected. Things are for the look Come on if you got the money, quest is for the Ladies and gentlemen. I welcome you to episode 109 of the Struggle Play Podcast. You should know who I am by now, man. That is me, your one and only host, Doug. I'm doing the Birdman here today. Ooh, ooh, this is only part one of a special, special episode. Matter of fact, matter of fact, can I take you back in time? Matter of fact, let me move it on up. Do some for the ladies. Like one, two, three. Oh. Oh. Come up, come up. Whoa, whoa. Hey man, remember whoa, whoa. when I'm in my bag, whoa, I'm in my easy, easy,
1: bag. I've been going for a minute, now I'm back with the jump, jump off. off. Goons in the club case, something jumps, jumps off. off. You're back up for the high, but the Pump's pump off. off. In the graveyard Yo. is where you get stomped off. Dumped off. All we want to do is party, and yeah. buy everybody at the barbicard. Black Barbie dressed in Magari, uh, I'm trying to leave in somebody's Ferrari. Spread love, that's, that's what, what a real mob do. Keep it gangsta, look out for, for people. My people.
0: Yo, I remember watching this video on RAP City back in the days, man.
1: Presence felt like a black, black movement. movement. Seven quarter to eight
0: back to back, back, to them back chrome. Seven times mm-hmm. my beats. the bender, good, good East Coast, West Coast, Worldwide.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Alright. So here we are, back again. Another episode, another guest, man. Look, man, I'm moving through these circles. I'm moving through these podcast circles, and I'm getting anybody from different walks of life. Everybody, any and everybody from different walks of life. And today's guest, man, I can't lie. Y'all know how, you know what I say, y'all. I'm not going to have anybody on my show that I don't listen to. It's just not even real. It's not even possible. And I've been listening to this brother. I discovered him probably at the top of the year. And I just, yeah, usually when when I find content I like, I just start binging it. But, 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 but before I give him his flowers, before I uplift this brother, rules are rules, right? My brother. You got one verse. That you can spit right now. Look, man, rules are rules. I, ain't, I'm just. I if you have one verse that you can spit right now at the top of your dome, what would it be? Or if you want to sing, you know, you want to sing me a little R and B tune, it's cool. I ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? But this is a music podcast. You know, it's not a math pod. It's a music pod.
1: No man, I'm uh, no, I'm not gonna sing any songs for sure. I, I... I will, I will give you uh, one of my favorites. I'm gonna go back in the old school. It's a little, a little, a little wordy. Uh-oh. So, uh oh. I'm gonna try not to butcher it, but uh, it's from one of my favorite verses. I'm gonna go back to 1996. Uh oh. To the outcast. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh. The, um, what is that album? The second album, "At Aliens." Okay. With, with elevators.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, this 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 Andre 3000 verse, man. It just always stuck out to me. Yes. So I'm gonna do my best not to butcher it. Come on. If you're listening, believe me, I've been a fan for years, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best imitation. He said in elevators, what he say? he said, got stopped at the got stopped at the mall the other day. Got stopped at the mall the other day, heard a car from the other way that I came from. So nigga said saying something, talking about smoke something. Hey man, you remember me from school? No, not really. He kept looking like a clown facial expression, looking silly. And he kept asking me what kind of car you drive. I know y'all paid. I know y'all got Buku or hold some other songs that y'all done made. And I replied that I've been going through the same thing that he had. True, I got more fans than the average man, but not enough loot to last me. To the end of the week, I live by the beat like you live check to check. If you don't, if if I, <laughs> oh my God. If oh I, If I live by the beat like you live check to check, if y'all don't move your feet, then I don't eat. So we like neck to neck. Yes, we done came our long ass way like them slim ass cigarettes from Virginia. This ain't going to stop. So we just going to continue. Yeah. So, all right. All
0: right. All right. All right. All right. You know, Elevators, that's a, that's a song that's near and dear to my heart. You know, it's a me and me and the homie 12 Kyle and J Boog. We broke that song down th- towards our end of the towards my end of the year show. Yeah, it was for my end of the year show. and We broke down the elevators. So all right. All right. I'll get right on. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome to the show. Sean heineman Yo, thank you for being here, man. Yo,
1: I appreciate this opportunity, Doug, man. I'm a I'm a true hip hop fan, been loving the game forever. So I appreciate your podcast, man. Oh. Push that 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 dope content, help these youngsters out here remember how it all went down and the, the importance of verbiage.
0: Mmm. Hey man, I'm just trying to learn them something. That's it. None nothing too particular, but thank you. So Let's just go ahead and give them a rundown of your podcast, your show, which I think is very unique. So just first, go ahead and introduce yourself as well as your podcast and any other thing that you might be doing in this content game. Yeah, man, this uh, this
1: area that I'm in right now and your podcast again, I appreciate this space. Me, I'm um, Sean Heinemann, as you said earlier, and I am the host of the podcast and YouTube channel, It's Scary to Remarry. And my biggest thing with It's Scary to Remarry, if you're familiar with my story, I've been through a divorce. I was married for 14 years and uh, divorced and remarried, met my, my wife on Instagram and we married six months later man and we've been rocking together almost four years married now and um if you've been through a divorce you know sometimes you wonder is is it scary to remarry because you wonder do i have what it takes to do this thing again uh you know can i possibly mess this one up you know you had these questions for yourself so the, the, the content came from my experiences and just questions that you have in your head and um others experiences and with the youtube channel i really try to live this thing out so i'm learning as we go as you watch these videos i don't have it all together i am not the expert but we are doing this life together so i kind of put myself out there to almost be uh judged if you will but it's all good man i'm learning this thing as we go so uh come along with my, with my journey and i appreciate everybody watching and listening Oh yeah. oh
0: yeah, oh yeah, nah, like, y'all, Scary to Remarry, first of all, great title, I just want to say that, <laughs> great title, <laughs> now, it's funny, right, because you say Scary to Remarry, but you just said that you got married six months after meeting your wife, that's a, boy, you talk about scary, I'm, I'm thinking heart <laughs> attack you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like but i i applaud i applaud your work only because um you are tapping into a space of vulnerability that you don't see a lot of black men 10. tap into you know what i'm saying like we can say men but let's just talk about black men you know for a minute and i think that's important because There are a lot of other, you know, content that you will hear from black men advising women. And I believe a lot of that advice, if I must say so myself, is very dangerous, you know, only because they're speaking. You can tell that they're speaking from a hurt or bitter perspective. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask you what really makes your you know content different from those others.
1: Well, like I was saying earlier, I'm I'm on this journey. I'm I'm putting myself out out in front of the whole world, man, to mm-hmm. even even hold me accountable if you will. So as I as I go through this process and the vulnerability that it takes cuz sometimes in my own personal life, if my wife and I, we're talking about something or we having a disagreement or our marriage isn't, you know, we having a certain issue or whatever. I'm thinking, well, all that research I did, I should know better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I do my research. I just don't get on the on YouTube and, and just talk smack. I'm like, I do my research. I do my homework. And I'm like, well, let me start putting this stuff into action because I'm not trying to mess up. Again, like I did the first time, so I'm very uh, cautious in this in this space that I'm going, man. Even you know, have my therapist, all that other good stuff, man. Mm. So that's you know, trying to make sure that we promote healthy marriages and healthy
0: relationships, man. We need to see more of it. I think that's very important because I grew up, and I promise you, we'll get to music. I promise, I promise, I promise. But I just, I just got it. I just got to pick your head with this because it's very few black men um that i know who are around my age that can actually have a healthy conversation about this you know like when i first started going to therapy and i was talking to my homeboy and i was like and he was just telling me to do all this wild shit i was like nah man i can't even like you know like i'm on a i'm on a different path you know what i'm I'm on, I'm on a different path because i don't know if you know um everybody else knows you know me but this podcast was birthed out of heartbreak you know what i'm saying and uh we'll talk about that when we get into the song that you chose from rhapsody because you know rhapsody means good lord
1: Doug, hold on i got a question for you i know this is your show wait a minute man mm-hmm. wait,
0: wait, wait 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 let's let's hold on one second mm-hmm. so your podcast was birthed out of heartbreak this podcast yes sir yes sir okay so this is what we'll call a tease in the business um because i was <laughs> a little foreshadow so yes um rhapsody was the very first song Rhapsody's... uh, Rhapsody's, Oh, good God. Layla's Wisdom. That was the very first song I broke down on this podcast, right? Yeah. And I wasn't going to do this podcast... uh, I started this podcast in August 28th of 2019. And I wasn't going to do it till after my birthday, which is September 3rd. But I ended a... I just... How can I say this? I got a heartbreak for the last damn time. You know how it goes, right? Because I moved from Vegas to Denver. And I got fired and essentially dumped within the same week when I was living in Las Vegas. Mm. That entire summer going through it, trying to figure out if I'm going to get back into that relationship. And then when I found out that it wasn't going to do it everything the whole game changed for me right i started the podcast literally that weekend you know we parted ways and it was actually the same day that i met my current therapist so yes this podcast, podcast. this podcast was birthed out of heartbreak it was just one of those things you know when they say you go through breakups you just got you just got to do something completely you know different or something that's more to yourself per se and I wanted to do this podcast for as long as I could remember because I had a podcast previous to this one. So during my last three months in Vegas, I lost my job, um, mm-hmm. a really good uh, friendship, and my relationship. Like, talk about seasons, my brother. <laughs> wow. Talk about seasons, you know. And so, yeah, this podcast was. Earth out of heartbreak literally the first year of this podcast you could tell that i was going through you know some shit being that <laughs> yeah i
1: gotta i gotta listen to that because i was i was uh looking at some of your discography i went down i scenes. i was listening to some episodes i'm gonna have to go check out layla's wisdom i gotta check that episode out man
0: episode number one young gifted and black Young Gifted and Black, that's the name of the very first episode. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I so I hit you with the with the the Rhapsody then. You probably was like, oh my Oh yeah, man. You you you, you know, look, man, they say things only trigger you because you let the moment control you. Okay, so I was a little triggered. I was a little triggered. I was like, Oh Lord, here we go. Here we go. But yeah, man, this podcast was birthed out of heartbreak. Yeah and i just realized that too that that same weekend is when i met my current therapist cuz you know how it is with therapy you know you, you you necessarily don't uh connect with the first therapist you know that you have you know it took me like months you know to land on her you know what i'm saying and you know she i tell her she was the most consistent person in my life at that time her in this podcast i was like you and this podcast are the only consistent people in my life right now in this strange ass you know mountain ass town you know that i'm living in so yeah wow well i, I just wanted to say
1: real quick man because i listen to you talk mm-hmm. i actually had a former podcast myself mm-hmm. i was getting paid from youtube Woo. And I was doing a YouTube channel. I had all my stuff going, man, you know, with the ex-wife and stuff. And uh, going through a divorce, I had to get rid of all that content. Wow. Over 100, 150 videos. Woo! And uh, we was recording every week. She would be on a, on a couple of those episodes. But after going through my divorce, I was like, I have to scrap all of this stuff because some of the stuff I don't even know if I even really know if I will even give that, give out that content right now because I've matured and grown in so many ways. So I will say that I've actually failed publicly Mm. with the, with the the subscribers that I had and the the Twitter followers and all the stuff I've done to work hard, I failed publicly. So I've been
0: able to do that and uh, go through a rebirth man and start fresh. Yes. No, that's uh, literally... I I mean, granted, I wasn't making no YouTube money like you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But literally, when my previous podcast ended, we had just finally taken the first step to get some buzz. You know what I'm saying? We had did a live show. You know? I was like, finally! Finally! You know what I'm saying? And Like... He got paid off of that, too. And I was like, man, it was a sold-out show. Shout-out to my homie Kel from The Corner Podcast, man. Shout-out to the Good Brothers from Views from The Seven, man. You know, we we held that shit down in downtown Las Vegas, man. And then I was like, yo, I'm moving to Denver, but let's keep this going. You know, because I still wanted to do this podcast in general, right? This was going to be the... What you call it, the branch off, you know, my old one, red cups and wine glasses. What's going to be the flagship? And I was still going to do struggle plate. Just couldn't come up with the name with it yet. But then, you know, things happen, you know, broke my heart in pieces. God, it took me like a year to get over don't Yeah, it took me like a year, like a good year. And some change to really get over this heartbreak of mine you know because it was the you know the one person that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with you know what I'm saying like I was I and it was you want to talk about failing publicly you know what I'm saying I wouldn't say it was on on what you were saying on how you felt about yours but I just know that everything that I thought I had right was completely wrong you know what I'm saying and that's just off of me transitioning coming into my 30s, you know, <laughs> you know, I'll be 30 in September and what, well, come on, man. Who's uh young black and responsible at 26 years old in Las Vegas. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that don't even sound right. You know what I'm saying? You got to go through some things. And this is what led me to this podcast And on this journey of not just getting over shit, let me take that back, healing from stuff, right? And the reason why I resonated with you, because I was listening to your stuff, you know, and I was like, okay, he's reading the same books that I'm starting to read. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right, you know what I'm saying? Jordan Peterson, yeah, The Way to Superior, man, you know? Now I'm digging into, you know, different books on trauma and whatnot. And then I actually, I wasn't sold on your stuff until you were on Lexus Moore. There you go. Oh, you heard me on legs. Come on, man. Look, man. I, 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 when I say that I don't bring people on this show that I don't listen to, I actually mean it. And you said, "Uh, you don't think that men should be married until they're 35. Took me aback. Can't lie. I was in my feelings a little bit. But then <laughs> I, you know, I was like, God damn it, man. But then I, you know, had to step outside of myself. And I was like. I don't know if i necessarily agree with him 100 but i understand where he's coming from you know what i'm saying i see it and i understand it because even though i know men in their 20s who are married you know what i'm saying doesn't necessarily mean that they're quite ready for marriage you know what i'm saying and right. so, so yeah i i applaud you and that's what's
1: up man you just never know who's listening man because i just thought we just connected on twitter Oh. But obviously, you heard me on Lex, and uh, yeah, I shout out to Lex, man.
0: Yeah,
1: I seen her at the smoke free weekend. Mhm. So got to actually meet her in person. Shout out to Paco, man. Shout out to Paco, man. One of the most humble brothers, I, man. I love that dude, man. He's great, man. Him, uh, Jackie all of them they they set it all smoke free weekend got to connect with a bunch of dope people and also i guess shameless plug man um i don't know if you owned to the drunken nights but i was on their podcast yeah
0: go ahead man who doesn't know the drunken nights come on now you cannot be a black podcaster in this space and not know who the drunken nights are come on now and they're my brothers man i got to meet them in
1: person the, the, the interview we did is going crazy, man. We're getting crazy numbers with that. People would just keep listening. Uh, one of my most transparent interviews uh, to date. So, shout out to them brothers, man. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Nah, come on. Look, I've been in. The, so, this is. So, I'm coming in on my second year. So, literally, Lex. Um, and Drunken Nights and Views from the Seven were like, and Autumn, Autumn the Aries, and my homie Chris uh, from Shenanigans and Friends, and Tamra, those were like my in my constant rotation when I was first learning how to do this content game. Because my old podcast, we did like current events, you know, one half she did current events, and then the other half I did, um album breakdowns you know what i'm saying so the music was always there for me you know and sticking into music um on the sake you know yeah on the sake of love and relationships what is the greatest r and b album of all time i am putting you on the spot ooh the greatest the greatest ooh
1: I'm gonna catch some smoke for this. Come on now. Uh I am a little little older than you, Doug, so Go ahead. Try me. I would say off just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Just off the top of the head. First thing I thought was Anita Baker Rapture.
0: Woo! Wow. Uh-oh.
1: Man. That album. Man, I mean, and, and me talking about love, man, talking about giving you the best I got and all that stuff, man. Oh my God. Mm. That's mm-hmm. just off the top of my head, you know. So don't come <laughs> for me in the comments because I know people want gonna- Nah, come for him. Yeah, right. So
0: <laughs> that's just off the top of my head. But yeah, man, that Rapture album. See, off the top of my head, it's D'Angelo's Brown Sugar, right? Oh. Talking Off the very top of my head. I think it's, mm-hmm. you know, when I say greatest, that means that these albums can't have any skips on there, right? But then when I dig deep into myself, I say Marvin Gaye's was Going On, you know? Oh, my God. Because we're not just talking about love with this kind of R&B. We're talking all kinds of, you know, stuff, you know, that Marvin was talking about you know and and i'm pretty sure my grandparents you know did some things to that album you know what i'm saying i don't know maybe they were sliding the family stone kind of people you know what i'm saying hey. or, or chicago you know everybody loves chicago you know all my all of my elders love chicago and sliding the family stone and um you know but yeah i would have to say marvin Gaye's uh what's going on you know so see yeah yeah that's (laughs) just perfect album you talk about sequencing you know but so now that we in r&b um yeah what's your wedding song wedding
1: song oh man you talk, are you talking about like the the song that my wife came down to mm-hmm. Ohio? Like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Okay, let, man, funny story. Let me let me tell you this real quick. Go ahead. We we eloped. Whoa. Vegas Vegas style? Actually, we drove to Vegas. We got married in
0: Arizona. We drove to Vegas for for our honeymoon. Okay. Bold. How's this man scary to remarry? You know what I'm saying? You just do a bold You just do a bold stuff in this relationship. It ain't no scary over here, man. What's going on?
1: Yeah, man, we we just eloped. What happened was, man, we um the pastor, we paid for the church, you know, and and, and him and his time and our photographer and um we had a uh, a witness there he was he worked at the church so he was our witness so it was just us and uh my wife didn't come down to any music or anything it was just us man we just we said, you know what because we had some doubters and some haters we said if, if you're not for us then we don't we don't need a big wedding and all that other stuff Uh yeah so she didn't come down to anything man we mm. she she dressed herself what yeah, kid you not man, she dressed herself. And we married and the photographer and the witness was there. Said our vows, prayed and we were headed out to Vegas. Now I will say after we got our marriage license, when we got in the car. The mm-hmm. first song we played was um was grinding by clips. So here it is, we dressed yes. up. Yes. And we listening to grinding by clip, so that's that's a that's a fun fact about us. It. Anyway,
0: Oh snap. This is great. This is great. <laughs> I missed the eloped Well, I think I do remember you saying that, but man. Yeah, I mean, yeah I that makes sense. You know, do you do, do y'all have like a song? You know, per se? Are you one of those cute ass couples that be having like, oh, this is our song?
1: yeah actually we do we had the um i think the guy name is uh khalid or whatever i think Uh location oh lord your location like that was our song because we lived in two separate states while we were talking and we were on skype every day Mm.
0: that was our song man send me your location so Ooh, not the Skype. Ooh, take it back. Take me back. Come on now. Before Zoom was a thing, there was a thing called Skype, kids. Skype. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man, we're Skyping it up. It was all for you, so don't take advantage. Don't leave my heart damaged to understand that things go a little bit better when you plan it. Oh. So won't you send me Your location Oh, location. So wait, so you was in Arizona and she was in, where is she in at? Texas. Che- Texas. Yeah, man,
1: uh, I relocated. I um, uh, I moved out here. Uh, another funny thing was uh, when I got her engagement ring, I actually proposed to her over Skype because I wasn't going to see her until another eight weeks So, I proposed to her over Skype, man.
0: Hey, yo, who is this nigga? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. I'm thinking you, I'm I'm thinking like you're all all this, uh, what do you call it? Old, this traditional super dude, you know what I'm saying? You elope, proposing on Skype, driving to Vegas, you know what I'm saying? Telling everybody, yo. If you ain't with it, you ain't with it. But we doing it anyway. (laughs) I like it. I like bold. I like bold behavior. I do. I really do, man. I'm here for it. I am. I I am definitely here for that. Wow. That is great. So does she does your wife have like the same taste in music? You know,
1: she does. Actually, the funny thing about that is she's real old school because her parents, were older when they had her. So, okay. Uh, we listened to all. We listened to everything, man. We listened to old school Motown, you know, Marvin Gaye. We listened to all mm. that stuff, man. Mm. We listened to... And then she's 12
0: years younger than me. Okay. So, uh, she, oh, yeah. So so people weren't weren't for your stuff at all, then. I can see it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> they thought I was having a midlife crisis or
1: something. Mm-hmm. I was I was forty and she was twenty seven. She was turning twenty eight. Okay, so it's like, oh my god, what is wrong with this boy? <laughs> All right, okay,
0: yeah, that's very interesting. I can. Say, I would like to say that Michael Jackson is my fifth cousin. You know, because uh, my my enti- my mom's family is from Gary, Indiana. You yeah. know. And uh, according to her, according to her father, my grandfather, they gave, he uh, let the Jacksons, you know, perform their very first show at a picnic for the National Urban League. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Fact check me. It's cool. If I'm wrong, I'm still going to say it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because the Jacksons were a part of my childhood. You know? Nah. Oh, God. Like that's all we listen to. Like it wasn't a Prince household. It was a it was a Michael Jackson household, you know. And R and B what reminds any and every single thing of R and B is my childhood. Because I'm pretty sure you'll probably remember. Um since you were from that time or that era where radio stations were black radio stations, especially especially white radio stations were saying out loud on the air that they do not play hip-hop you know what i'm saying and so you know growing up in chicago you got nothing but r kelly you know, <laughs> know what i'm saying you know god rest his soul and all of that music r&b is my childhood but what song reminds you of your childhood r&b song any song or a hip-hop song Oh oh, any oh hip hop. Oh
1: man, you know what? There's there's two, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna go back. There's two. I remember listening to Run DMC, King of Rock. Oh my brother, my brother had the record, and when I heard I'm the King of Rock, it is not high. I I heard that like as a kid, my weave was split. I was like, these guys are like. The shellto Adidas man, the 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 Levi's, the jackets, and the black jeans and the black jacket man, and the Kangos and here and run and DMC going back and forth. I was like blown as a kid. all we're getting This no one chiller. It's not Michael, Jackson
0: and- run, run DMC, like DMC, like cool in the gang. From to the rock, rock to the rope. TFC's that's what gallerist and my control. You can't touch me with a 10 foot pole. And I even made the devil sell me his soul,
1: so, 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 so. so that song that's man, just bring back memories, man. And then I remember listening to Easy E, listening to Easy Does It.
0: Mm. He was once a thug from around the way. Easy. But you should Bitch, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Yo, Dre. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was just crazy because I was like, man, these guys are crazy. Like these guys, man, they living this hardcore life, you know, just as a kid. So I remember listening to those two and just as a as a you know childhood. I remember that. <laughs>
0: On the club, so it's we rich shit up, shit up, shit up, shit up, shit up, shit up, Well, I'm Easy E, I got bitches galore. You might have a lot of bitches, but I got much more. With my super duper group coming out to shoot, Easy E, motherfuckers, cold knocking the boots, cause I'm a hot thugster. I used to be a monster. If you heard.
1: Now, when I started driving, I had my driver's license. You know, during that time, I was listening to.
0: Like Tribe Call Quest, mm. yeah. Cool, cool, Sean. This is when Sean was cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I was, I was out in these
1: streets. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Tribe Call Quest, I used to listen to them a lot when I had my, when I first got in my car. I had a 1988 Chevy Celebrity. Woo! No more. Yeah. So I'm dating myself, but yeah, I had that Tribe Call Quest. Uh, the Midnight Marauders album. Come on.
0: Yeah, man. So, yeah, you bringing me back, man. You bringing me back, so. And what about R&B song? What R&B song reminds you of your childhood? Ooh, R&B song.
1: Man. There are so many. Uh, My mom, man. She played a lot of Babyface, like off a of Babyface's yep. first album. You know, as uh, soon as I get home from work. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not triggering you, are you? No, 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 no. We good, we good, we good. We, we good. We a good memories this time. Good memories. Good memories. All right, cool, cool. Okay, that's what's up. Now, with the D'Angelo thing, I will say that album came out. I had my ride. My ride was clean. I was playing that D'Angelo, though. Come on, play that brown sugar, boy.
0: (laughs) Oh man, yo. All right, so now, so here's this is the this probably my favorite part of having guests is when uh, I start showing the age gap. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because it it is it is great. Like when I had you know the homie Twelve Kyle come on, and I realized how much older he was than me. Get to, I was like, oh, here we go. So, like, literally, the first hip-hop song that reminds me of my childhood, a few episodes ago, I was, said, Fabulous is Breathe. But, but when, when I, I h- think about it, it would have to be Ludacris Rollout. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, I just remember that. Oh, and it was no splash waterfalls there you go and you know why splash waterfalls because shauna's from chicago yeah you know, i just remember hearing that shit as a kid and then right after that i heard shauna sing i was getting some head and i was like "Whoa, <laughs> shit and me and my homie we was listening to her album on the church bus riding to New Orleans on the CD player. Yes, kids, let me tell you a story about the CD player. Wow. All right. So yes, that's one age gap for you right there, you know. And uh, the R&B song that reminds me of my childhood immediately. You don't have to call. Uh, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Immediately like, like hands down, we, we probably, probably wore that song out on the radio so many damn times. Like, it makes no sense at all. I oh
1: love <laughs> that song, man.
0: Yay, look. Look, Usher, man, you know, um I, I think I still have my Confessions CD. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think I still have it. And just so you know, I still, I used to listen to music on the cassette. I remember that. I remember listening to my music on the cassette and recording the and recording the songs off of the radio to my cassette player, right? And then this is what happened. They said, yo, why you doing that shit, man? It's just shit called CDs, man. It's just fine. <laughs> and I was like, all right, bet no more cassette player for me. You know what I can put most, mul- I can put like multiple songs on here. Now I don't have to skip through the commercials. You know, we could just get straight to it. Yo, this shit is lit, man. And I was you like, You remember tapes. Doug? I remember tapes. I remember tapes. I remember tapes. I remember tapes. It didn't last long. It didn't last long for me. You know, right. I was the last, I was the cutoff generation right there. I was the cutoff. I was right there. C- cut off. In the next thing you know they was like yo get these cds man and literally the first hip-hop album that i've owned was jay-z's black album you know and really very first, first one,
1: one. so and, we were... and
0: is that is that the first one that you bought with with out of your pocket oh no no the first one that no my dad bought that for me um what
1: was the first one that you spent your money on and you said you know what i'm not gonna let my friends borrow this because i paid hard my hard earned cash. What was the first album that you bought out of out of
0: your pocket? Kanye West late registration. Wow. You do talk about HDF again? <laughs> Kanye West late registration. Cause I remember being so mad that uh I did not physically own the college dropout because Kanye West was like my favorite rapper of all time. And I remember going to downtown Chicago to FYE um uh, FYE buying it and I remember having an attitude with the clerk because it was 1899 and I was like everything else is 11 12 99 over here you know like dollars
1: 1899
0: I remember it being very expensive I remember it being very expensive for a CD yeah it was Maybe I'm exaggerating, but I remember having an attitude with the clerk, with the lady, because it was expensive. It was an expensive you know, album, but I was like, no, I'm going to buy this, because I really love Kanye. You know? <laughs> and I, I didn't even tell people I had it. And yeah, because at that store, at that same time, I bought Late Registration and Black Eyed Peas. Ella Funk,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, 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 oh, yeah, that was a long time ago, boy. You know, I say, spent all the $30 that I earned (laughs) (laughs) from selling mixed CDs in high school because I used to sell mixed CDs for two dollars a pop in high school.
1: Wow, that's funny you say that because I used to always make mixtapes for my friends in high school. The first tape I actually bought with my money. Was digital underground sex packets. Jesus Christ, man! What is? <laughs> yeah, right. And then the first CD I purchased with my money was Trial Call Quest Low End Theory.
0: Oh my lord! No, <laughs> yeah, beating myself. Yo, should we call this uh, Sean Trigger's Doug or the Age Gap? Jesus Christ, this is fantastic. R.I.P. to Shock G. R I P. But hey man, there's some similarities, you know, with the tribe and the Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Producer, rapper. Yeah, oh, man. Man. Yeah, and I bought and uh I, I mean by then after I bought that album, I was like, I'm not buying another album again. I'll just like trick my mom into buying <laughs> you know, um, albums that I really wanted, which was uh like Alicia Keys, you know, um Diary. The diary of Alicia Keys. I made her buy it, even though it was hers in a sense, you know, but we were still listening to it in the car anyway. Um Erica Badu's, you know, Baduism. Um Jill scott you know, um never D'Angelo, because she said it was, you know, too raunchy. Uh, per se yeah yeah a lot of black you know music movement and i just love that era in that time that's that's what i'll claim in rap you know what i'm saying i'm not i'm not gonna claim the ringtone rap even though i did crank that in in the hallways you know i'm not gonna you know necessarily claim that i'll claim that early 2000s soul querius you know movement you know, with Common. Oh, my God. Erica. Bilal. Bilal. D'Angelo. Yep. Angelo. Yes. Yeah, the whole Roots. Music Soul Child. Man. Yep. Anthony Hamilton. You know, I'll claim that era. And then I'll claim the J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick era. Because that's college for me. And okay. Literally, right after... I got out of college i was kind of lost musically um in a sense so i that's when i started becoming a real hip-hop you know fan and going back you know digging in literally digging into the crates like i haven't am building a vinyl collection right now and there's one album that i wish i had on vinyl it was two but they were so expensive you know and now i got a full-time job you know a better job than the one that i had before thank you lord and <laughs> and one of those albums both of those albums are from rhapsody layla's wisdom layla's wisdom and uh yeah nina those are the uh two albums that i always wanted to buy but they were just so expensive sean vinyls are expensive man vinyls are expensive like i'm telling people i'm like convincing people to like buy me albums y'all vinyls now because they're just so expensive like commons like water for chocolate is like 45 dollars what the hell you know what i'm saying uh tribe called quest those are a little bit fair and reasonable you know the cheapest album that i ever bought was 21 sap was a 21 savage mixtape you know what i'm saying it was like 1999 outside of that it's ridiculous man but i really want to hone in on rhapsody because I just felt like I was sleeping on her for so long. And like y'all, like I said before, I've broken down Rhapsody's Layla's Wisdom for the very first episode of the Struggle Plate podcast. Because I felt like that song right there was so damn hip-hop. It embodied, in, it embodied her passion, her pain, her struggle. It was like Rhapsody is one of those rappers who I feel like channels Her ancestors, per se. That's just me on a spiritual tip, you know? Because that's what, you know, is a part of hip-hop, you know? The spirituality. It's super spiritual, especially back, you know, when it first started. And now, Sean chose to break down a song from Rhapsody. I'm talking about... (laughs) Well, 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 well. Let's hold on for a minute. I'm not gonna tell you a song. That me and Sean Broke down The song that he chose You're going to have to wait for part 2 Of this collaboration No you won't have to wait a week It won't come out next Monday Part 2 will come out This Thursday Because the breakdown was everything That I hoped it would be And I'm pretty sure That you all will feel the same Way So I will catch you all on Thursday because this song is powerful impactful spiritual hungry and all of the above see y'all Thursday peace and love my name is Doug you get the your thoughts and because we're ever so glad we made it we hard so we gotta thank God It gets drastic, listen to the rhyme cause it's time to make gravy If it moves your booty then shake, shake it baby